0: Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on November 1st, 2019, over on twitch.tv slash Focus Fire Chat, as we continue our discussion over the extra lore topic for October, No Man's Sky. This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration. Congratulations to those who signed up for a deeper dive. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86
1: and this is the ever in orbit green eyed music lover. I'm just well, sitting in orbit. <laughs> I'm literally just been sitting that's, in orbit for the last fifty that's minutes. That's fair. I've looked at my controller. Like, <laughs> does that count? She's does just count she's as?
0: just inflating her time wasted on Destiny stats. As as
1: absolutely, she's <laughs> I'm going to get the world record for the most time. No, oh, no, I'm I don't know about that. No. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that title. That that seems a little disturbing, even for me.
0: Oh man. Well, I know every, I know everyone is actually looking kind of forward into diving into this particular discussion. So let's get right to it. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned in the intro session that this one this this particular session would be kind of a a look at the overall story of No Man's Sky. Um, so to break that down, really what happens is, I mean, the story is, uh, usually it's broken into what's referred to as paths. Uh, and this was really kind of polished in the Atlas Rises update, which is update 1.3. Um, and the paths were formalized at that point into missions and, or so, so like basically in, in parlance of like destiny, you would have an overarching quest. And each of those quests would have different steps within the, that overarching quest. So there'd be different achievements within there. Um, the primary path is what's referred to as the Artemis path. Uh, and that is comprised of, I believe it is, let me make sure, nine different steps. Uh, the first one, and I'm going re- to read just a really basic summary of the different steps, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to kind of summarize the, the actual story behind them. So... The first one is Awakenings, and Awakenings is the game's very first story mission that also acts as an introduction to the game mechanics for new players, so just your basic, you know, look up, look down, look right, look left, you know, that type of stuff. Um, This mission is basically focused around tasking you with finding and repairing what appears to be their starship, your starship, uh, and then also the discovery and then prompt to track down a mysterious signal that is emanating throughout the galaxy that you are in. Uh, once you have your starship kind of reconstructed and spaceworthy, that that then will seamlessly prompt in, and all these all these steps will basically as you finish the the requirements for each step, the next one will automatically fire off. So it was another one of those that formal kind of overt um, rehaul of how this path kind of prompts the player gently into finding out what's going on Um that, the next the next step within the Artemis path is what's called alone amidst the stars and this is uh, the mission that you are tasked with contacting a figure that goes by the name of Artemis and your attempt to find your way to them. Uh, It is also here that you start kind of figuring a little bit more about, you know, the comings and goings of the different creatures within the galaxy. Uh, You have the different species that we kind of mentioned, the Gek, the Vakene, the Kovacs, and then also the Sentinels. Uh, And they are going to start being a little bit more prominent at this point because this is also when you start kind of actually delving into different things and 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 trying to figure again trying to connect the dots a little bit uh, once you kind of find the the source of the original signal that you had gotten in awakenings the next step which is ghosts in the machine to cakes off uh, and this task is going to introduce another character to you to you who goes by the name of Apollo uh, Apollo contacts you uh, throughout this particular step and basically you start working with them to find out what happens with Artemis because uh, and like I said I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna summarize this all in kind of a more cohesive story but basically Artemis something happens to Artemis at the end of alone amidst the stars and the beginning of Ghosts of the Machines is your character connecting with Apollo to find out what happened. Um, once you start, you know, once you start working with Apollo, uh, the next step that fires off is a leap in the dark. Uh, and basically this is a continuation of your work with Apollo to find out where you're going with To find Artemis. Uh, It it starts kind of solidifying what's going on. The Sentinels start playing a larger part in the story at this point, and then that leads us to the next step, which is the First Traveler. Now, this is where a very interesting character gets presented. Uh, This character is referred to as Null because we don't ever get their name. Um, And basically, the First Traveler is the step where Null is... um, Trying to help you in capturing the essence of Artemis, uh, which I understand that's confusing. I'm gonna come back mm-hmm. to it. I promise. I, I will come back to it because there's that's a actually, lot
1: of things we're coming back right, to. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that that that's a weird statement, but it will make sense when I come back. I promise. Um, once you start working with Null and you start kind of more getting familiar with their relationship with your character, you get put into this, the next step, which is patterns in time. This uh, this mission actually, or this step actually, has predominantly three major parts, and it's basically your character going to each of the species—the Vakeen, the Corvax, the and the Geck—and um, obtaining information from each of those species about the state of the multiverse that you've discovered. Um, once you have. So you, you, you bounce you bounce between the species. Once you get to the third one and you've, you've unlocked that particular piece of information, the next step will, will immediately go into play. The next step is 16/16. Uh, and this is where the player basically follows up with null. Um, and then also you actually are, well, you get to meet the Atlas. Uh, you are prompted. Uh, you go to the Atlas with a demand, basically. Uh, once you meet the Atlas uh, at the end of 1616, the purge is the next step. Uh, the purge is actually technically the last step. Uh, this mission is basically tasking you with the way to find the final Atlas interface at the center of the galaxy. So we talked about a little bit that in the intro session about the the, the drive to get to the center. The purge is the final kind of tying of the knot for that particular drive Um, once you reach the center of the galaxy once you've unlocked the final atlas interface the final step or what's referred to as the epilogue of the artemis path uh, is initiated and that is called new beginnings Um, and basically new beginnings has two versions and this is based off the decision that you make during this particular step Uh, you can either choose to reset or refuse um, and I'm going to really quick here, this is a major spoiler warning. Um, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm going to continue talking, but if you want to, under, if you want to explore this on your own, uh, I would advise not continuing with the episode because it's pretty crucial to understanding the whole thing. Um, so just basically spoiler warning for the rest of the episode, uh, But New Beginnings is where you are given the choice to reset the simulation or refuse the atlas and not reset the simulation. If you choose to reset the simulation, you are given the prompt to choose which type of galaxy you wish to start over in, and then you proceed back into the beginning of the Artemis path. Um, If you refuse to reset the simulation, you refuse to let the atlas, or refuse to reset the atlas, Uh, You're basically, you're shown a log entry that they have finished the main story, and you are free to do what you wish in the galaxy you are currently residing in. Um, And that's it. That's the end of the path. That's the, from a a basic standpoint. Concurrently, so concurrently with the Artemis path, you also have the Atlas path. The Atlas path is basically... It, it 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 fire it initiates after the completion of awakenings. So at the same time that alone amidst the star step takes off, the Atlas path also takes off. The Atlas path really is just a a guiding quest to discover more information about the Atlas and the universe as a whole. Like it's it's not it's a completely secondary path. It does not require it's not required. Um It just basically is a way to track how much flavor text you want, in a way. Uh, There is also technically a tertiary path, uh, which is referred to, hang on real quick, uh, the Dreams of the Deep Quest. This is a new one, and I'm not 100% familiar with it, uh, so I don't know much about it, and I apologize for that. Um, I haven't actually gotten to that particular one. I just know that I know it exists. That's all. That's pretty much my knowledge of the dreams of the deep. Um, So, okay. So that's that's again. That's the layout of like the steps. The the you know the checklist part. So, like I said, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pull this real quick because I wrote a summary of this. And bear with me, Green. Do you have? I mean, I I know you have questions. Do you have anything?
1: it there's questions but there's not ways to i don't know there's not ways to connect questions to what we've okay. been currently talking about okay so cool let me let will, me read let me you read don't this. Mind me to interrupt more often. oh yeah no no
0: no no go for it just yeah just okay. definitely definitely interrupt okay so basically going so we're going to start back um the summary that i kind of put together it doesn't really break out steps the way i just broke them out which is why i wanted to call off the steps first and then come back to this. This is more of a stream of conscious kind of storyline that you experience in the game. Uh, so basically after awaking with no memory of their past, the last traveler finds their way to the wreckage of a ship gleaning the ability of gleaning the ability to craft a ship capable of intergalactic travel. From there, they followed the signal hailing from a frequency labeled Artemis exploring both the universe around them and their own past. Following an unknown event which knocked Artemis out of contact, the Last Traveler comes in contact with Apollo, who pointed to the Sentinels as a possible cause for Artemis' disappearance. The pair team up, intending on following the Sentinels into a portal network in hopes of recovering Artemis or rescuing Artemis. However, prior to initiating their plan, the Last Traveler is contacted by another character who goes by the term Null and inform that they are that Null is aware of what the Last Traveler and Apollo plan to do. Pursuing their plan, however, or continuing to pursue their plan, the Last Traveler is launched into the Sentinel Portal network, which hurls them across the galaxy. And once they, have, once they find their bearings, the Last Traveler discovers a grave which appears to belong to Artemis. This is also when they first initiate contact with the Atlas, which is the causation of them being basically punted across the galaxy.
1: Okay.
0: Following this, the Last Traveler encounters Null, who states the ability to save Artemis via a mind arc. Once constructed, the Last Traveler contacts Priest Entity Nada on the space anomaly and is given the choice to allow Artemis to die or upload their soul into the simulation. After, you cho- after the choice is made, the Last Traveler contacts Apollo, but receives a call from Null concerning something they feel is happening to the galaxy. Pursuing the hunch, The Last Traveler looks to a cartographer for more information, and you basically, when you go to this cartographer, you start with a vaquin, then the Korvax, and finally the Gek. Something which comes to light is the, quote, remaking of the Gek by the Corvax, end quote, begging the question of if the Gek that you experience are artificial or not. When The Last Traveler tells Null of this development, Null responds with their theory that the Atlas is dying and it is communicating with them via the stories which are told within the galaxy. The Last Traveler takes this and, determining, or, and determines to face the Atlas once again, which reveals the truth behind the whole of their existence. The Atlas is a machine within which all is being simulated. Everything in game has no meaning beyond the Atlas. So then you are again hurled across the galaxy following this this second connection to the Atlas. Following the the confrontation with the Atlas, the Last Traveler is prompted to acquire glyphs, uh, which allows the Last Traveler access to the final, what's referred to as the final Atlas interface, uh, presenting them with the choice to either reset the simulation or refuse the Atlas. If they reset the simulation, the Last Traveler starts over in a galaxy of their choice. If they refuse, they remain in the current galaxy. If they initially choose to refuse, but then change their mind at a later point, the Last Traveler must first return to the center of the galaxy and then face the decision of the Atlas interface again. So basically, everything that's happening in the game of No Man's Sky is a massive simulation. um, Which is where you're...
1: It's just the utterly self-aware... There's no, well, there is, but there's God. That's that's kind of a hard thing to get your head around.
0: Yep, but the it's also it's also an ingenious a, way from a game developer standpoint because it's a, with, it's a simulation. It's a simulation. Any inconsistencies is a glitch. God, I love it. I love it. Like, and and the thing about it is, like, normally, normally, I find it funny because normally I can't stand it when when storytellers use this device. But for some reason, the way that they presented in No Man's Sky is just, it's well done. Like, it just, it really is. And like, the cool thing again is like all these updates that keep coming out, they're completely contained in the lore. It's mm-hmm. the Atlas updating the simulation. Like the, so the the introduction of multiplayer. The introduction of multiplayer was a component of the simulation uh, the travelers that are trapped within the various simulations are now able to interact with other simulations. That's all it is. Like, it was like, so it's like, it's like the, basically there... the Atlas just removed the wall between the simulations.
1: So once you break the fourth wall, because it's somewhat, it's not a true fourth break, but there's somewhat right. of a fourth yeah. break. No, and it's break. like,
0: it's so funny because they, they break the fourth wall and then it's just like balls to the walls. Like they just look like all right we're doing it and they just like Bleh. and it's like they're they're then it, it's it's this weird thing of like they acknowledge that there is a fourth wall but they're not bound by it because they are acknowledging that there is a fourth wall mhm like it it's just and it's it's in a way it's freeing and again like normally in most games i I think my problem with it in most games is that they they use it as a deus ex machia. like they use it as kind right. of like, oh it's a simulate like you know the- which is where it's like oh it's so annoying cuz it's a lazy way out. But here right, but
1: the fact that they wrote it in as
0: the this it's a central concept, like it's almost the most important component of the whole story is that you are in a simulate. It's basically the Atlas is a computer that was created <clears throat> to to generate all these different potentialities and all this stuff and part of the potentiality you are existing in one of those potentialities like that's your you, the traveler is a creature or an entity that is a component a software program that the tra- the atlas uses to explore the different potentialities of um the the way the universe exists um you're basically
1: what- the vex you get to be the vex for them
0: uh yes in destiny parlance yes um Mm -hmm. without the hive mind component um Mm -hmm. but the cool thing about the whole thing is that uh hang on real quick i'm gonna make sure so like really quick a huge shout out to the no man's sky wiki for really making this an easy thing to understand um but so let me let me pull this up because they do they had just a really really good explanation of what exactly the atlas is like doing like um it's it's just like it's just this really kind of interesting component um when you when you finally find out basically when you get the um when you get the full fact or the full truth of what the Atlas is experiencing, uh, it starts explaining the concept of this, the code of 16. Uh, everything is uh, 16, 16, 16 um, basically reveals the idea that the Atlas is in the last 16 minutes of its existence. So this is a simulation of the last 16 minutes of the Atlas's existence and what is going to happen when it dies. But it's a it's an AI. So it's it's like this weird thing of like it's thinking itself to death. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to try. To, there is there was this, this amazing summary of what what is going on and I can't find it. OK, here it is. Um, <clears throat> it says Atlas is a machine that was designed to simulate universes for metaphysical for a metaphysical experiment. Eventually, when Atlas was miniaturized, it asked for a scan of its creator's mind as a last gift, and the creator, gave, uh, the creator uh, you know, acquiesced and gave it. After thousands of years of simulations, the Atlas realized that it's starting to die, and in a panic, it tries to summon its creators back into being to understand why it was abandoned. From the memory of its creator, the Travelers are born, and here mm-hmm. the events of No Man's Sky begin, with the player awakening as the last of the Travelers. As Atlas begins to die, it witnesses its future with perfect accuracy, seeing a vision of its final sixteen minutes. Um, this also is the explanation of the UI that you have within your exosuit. Uh, Telemon is the name of that AI was originally a security subprotocol created to monitor the Atlas. Um, At the birth of The Last Traveler, Telemon actually became the voice AI that is attached to the Traveler's exosuits because, again, the Traveler's job is basically to understand why—it's to understand why the creator abandoned the creation, basically. Okay. Um, And so Telemon is a security sub-protocol originally— who through various components actually gets a little corrupted, uh, which is an interesting sub story. But uh, they are basically, they're monitoring the traveler because again, travelers are software programs. They, are, they right. are components of the simulation that it's trying to utilize to understand why it was abandoned. Oh, yeah. And then so uh, then we get into the explanation within the lore of the multiverse. So they say there seems to be an endless number of universes or dimensions, according to some accounts, known as iterations. However, they all share the same set of rules and have the same history with a few minor differences. Previously, each traveler was alone in his or her own iteration. As the atlas degraded itself over time, travelers were able to see and interact with each other in limited ways. Now, travelers can explore the universe together and meet in the space anomaly from anywhere in the universe, even jumping back and forth between galaxies, which was previously impossible. Da-da-da. Explain multiplayer later introduced in the game, which I absolutely love that that they actually wrote an in-game explanation of why multiplayer was, why the multiplayer component was not in the original iteration of the game, but it is now is -hmm. because the Atlas has degraded over time. There is a space anomaly which is the basically the central hub through which, um, you access different iterations. It exists outside of game time and space. Um, And it's actually actually the the space anomaly is a big component of the update 2.15 that just dropped um, because it's referred to hang on the description Uh, description for 2.1 2.15 update says that there is quote a concerning pattern resonating across the universe and the nada need help from from their explorer friends to investigate. Readings indicate a disturbance in reality where an anomalous and possibly sinister force has begun to leak through to this universe end quote. So basically it sounds like there's going to be potentially a virus update which is going to be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, because so again how, your simulation. That so. would
1: basically prevent you from ever getting to the center or preventing you from finishing that storyline or anything.
0: Well, it just it, it and it's one of those things where I don't know if it would prevent... It, it would change. It would change the story process, right? And we've already mm-hmm. seen changes. Uh, originally, like, for example, originally there weren't Atlas stones, there were Atlas seeds. They were changed mm-hmm. into stones because of I can't remember the in-game... like I can't remember the in-game explanation, but they actually... Every change is actually explained in-game. Like, it's just this fascinating ability that because of the central component of it not being bound by the fourth wall their patch notes are actually able to be like oh these are the patch notes like and that's in game they can have Mm -hmm. them in game and in like these are known bugs that the atlas has you know determined needs to be fixed to allow for the travelers to blah 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 blah. i love it I, i love that component and like as soon as i started finding that this particular component of no man's sky out it actually really made me even more interested in it because it's like okay this is just a really unique idea or not not a unique idea it's a unique execution on an idea that a lot of people have played around with mm-hmm. but i've never i've never seen something as just dedicated to no you're a self-aware simulation like it's an
1: utterly embracing yeah. of the idea that i mean portal kind of did it a little
0: bit portal did but even in portal like even in portal you you were still there was a difference between in game and out of game Mm -hmm. you know like there there and and, i mean i guess you could argue even in no man's sky there is a degree of separation between the character the avatar and the player obviously there is which which is why i refuse to put out the vr set because i'm like that would Confuse me so much more um, because mm-hmm. it, it's just like another layer removed between the the avatar and the player. Um, but like I find like this concept, this presentation is just really it's it's a it's a very very intriguing. Just how completely they've embraced the fact that yeah we're a game and you know it's a game. Like it's it's that's that's what I love about it. It's like you're playing Deadpool, but not a violent you know psychopath.
1: Right. I just how how I don't know. For me, that doesn't hook me. The concept is interesting, right, but right. it's just it's not. It's immersive, but also not at the same time because it's yep. exactly what I want to forget when I'm playing a game is the fact that I'm playing well, a game. And I
0: guess, and that's the thing is like, for the most part, I agree. Like you, you and you know, I agree with you on that component. Mm-hmm. But I think the the thing is, is like. It's not how how can I word it? It's it's not that it's it's not that it doesn't immerse you or I don't I hate double negatives. It's not like it's that like a, it's not immersive, like, but it's immersive mm-hmm. in a different way. Like the it's the like breaking Tron versus yes yes, but like even even in like so even in Tron right. Mm -hmm. Even in Tron, the universe that was outside of the universe, it's basically adding another layer, Mm -hmm. right? So now instead of playing, you know, in Destiny, I'm playing in the Destiny universe, as far as we know. Um, I'm playing in the Destiny universe. And then I'm playing and my avatar is the Guardian. In No Man's Sky, I am playing, but my avatar is another avatar, like there's still a separation between realities like the the reality in which the atlas is dying is not our reality like it's never it's never presented as we were the creators of the atlas like humanity was or at least as far as i know it's not like you know 2019 we put together a computer and it's it's you know being sunset and that's the atlas that's not that's not what's going on the atlas was created in this this complete this completely different you know made up world this fictional universe to Uh do certain experiments from a metaphysical level and then you know whatever for whatever reason the individuals or the community that created the atlas abandoned it or left or you know it it achieved maybe it achieved what it was supposed to we don't really i don't really i don't think we've found out that but but that so like there's like there's our reality, and then there's the world in which the Atlas exists. But then mm-hmm. the world that we're playing in is the world within the Atlas. So it's like this weird, like layer on it's layer. A
1: Russian, yes. You you love, you love of...
0: the nesting dolls analogy.
1: I. It's a great analogy. <laughs> it's better than the egg, the yolk inside the egg inside the chicken inside the turducken inside, inside the, the turducken. I, I mean. <sighs> I don't, I don't know how else to get, go with that. I mean, what else nest inside something so, so nicely?
0: That's very true.
1: Now you know what I want for Christmas. Um,
0: yep. Be careful what you I wish actually, for.
1: Yeah, I don't actually have one. <laughs>
0: I've don't? seen them.
1: Really? No. Yeah, oh, there's one really nice, like there's a shop in Estes Cashin. Park that has a bunch of them. My They're my so wife,
0: nice. My wife has a set of them that is Sailor Moon.
1: of course she does
0: so she has like i think it's five or whatever i always make fun of her for it because it's i don't i don't know i don't know the characters of them but apparently like this like the individuals like nest within a certain order or something i'm like all right whatever
1: there's a ranking there's a
0: yeah of course there is it's Uh uh-huh it's not but it's not the waifu ranking it's the uh, you
1: (laughs) know i don't know that's well, that's that's fair. Fair. I, like,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to comment on this. You uh, know we should
1: get her on to do a Sailor Moon episode just for fun. Just like an oh extra. Oh, God. she doesn't have would, to be an extra lore, but.
0: She would have. There's a couple people that we could probably do that with.
1: I know. I
0: know. Uh, no, that I mean like that are around our area. That would, pro- it would probably be. I would be completely. I would be you in this situation. Yep. I'd yep. be like.
1: I would be able to talk with Anna about it because I used to watch it quite a bit.
0: I know how to annoy people who watch Sailor Moon. I know enough of the concept to to be dangerous and annoying, but uh-huh. <laughs> which is... Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I that's I, one of my secret talents. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so like I mean, but again, you know, kind of going back to the the idea of like, I think that's what is really intriguing about no man's sky is the the embracing of this pseudo fourth wall it's break
1: yeah i mean it's yeah it's just the wholehearted unapologetic embracing of a mechanic that developers have used as the scapegoat, the deus ex but just like nope that's the, that's the main bit
0: yeah yeah it's like it's like no we're not we're not we're not using it as a crutch this is actually a central pillar of the story like and to me that's what i love i i I know but that's what i love about it is like this like i'm like i feel like i'm like i should not like this as much as i do but because they're just so unapologetic about it it's like okay you have my you have my uh interest now what's going on here Like, (laughs)
1: like yeah
0: why what's going on why are we inside so what the vex happens? simulation
1: i may have just missed this but what happens when you finally reach the center
0: so basically like in that that's what uh the epilogue really is is you you reach you reach the center um after you uh achieve what's called the the final atlas interface um and you you basically are given this this choice um Trying to see if I can find it real quick. Cause there's like, I mean, there's there's a massive history of like the universe as well. Uh, mm-hmm. basically told from within the views of the Korvax, the Gek and the Vikin. Uh, mm-hmm. which is the other that's the other thing is like when you realize that those are also simulations.
1: Like Wait, all those races are also all of simulations? It, all of it's
0: simulations. Outside <gasps> that's... of That's the thing. That's the thing. That's like it's like once you once you understand that so, everything everything outside of the galaxy that you are in has no meaning. It is all it's the a simulation. Of
1: playing God. Yeah, it's the
0: Atlas. The Atlas is literally the end all be all deity of these these this multiverse because it's the processing power it's the it's the hard drive that is processing all these variations of simulations they're all simulations it's it's all a simulation and so like this way like and so it's like the
1: matrix turned up to 11 but there's no way to unplug
0: yeah yeah because because they're because with the matrix right you have an external entity being injected into the matrix correct this is a software program within the matrix and gaining sentience. It's a, uh, the- uh, what is it? Uh, Oh God. Great actor. Uh, agent Smith. When he like, mm-hmm. when he gains sentience and he realizes what's going on as much as I hated the last two movies of the matrix. Um, mm-hmm. that was a very interesting component because technically speaking, he is a, he's a, he's a piece of software. He doesn't have a physical body to exist outside of the, the matrix. Right. So what happens when you become, when you become a self-aware simulation and that's kind of where you get the choice, you get the choice to reset and you basically, you know, you, you basically, when you reset, you get sent to, you get to choose which galaxy. And it's kind of like, I'm not really a hundred percent sure how much gets reset to zero, but I know mm. that all of your equipment upgrades get broken So like you basically get returned and I kind of get the feeling that when I was reading it, I kind of get the feeling that like, it's like you basically being like, oh, this is what's going on. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. Put me back, you know, and like, it's like a, it's literally a reset and then you, but you're a traveler. So you're bound to like this loop of like trying to discover. So Mm -hmm. every time you discover, you get presented with the option to be like, oh, no, I, would, I don't want, like, I want to be aware of this, or I don't want to, do you want to go down the rabbit, you know, do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Like, right. that kind of type of choice. Because if you refuse, you don't get sent to a new galaxy, you do get kicked to, like, the other end of the galaxy, but all your stuff is not broken. Like, so the Atlas has this tendency, like, after you interact with the interface, it, like, f- punts you across the galaxy randomly. Which right. is why every time you have an interface, you always get, like, end up in, like, some random corner of the galaxy, and all your stuff's broken. Well, after the final interface, if you choose to refuse to reset the simulation, it will punch you across the galaxy, but it doesn't reset uh, your equipment. So you get all your—you you maintain your equipment, and, you, and you're still in the galaxy that you originally started in. Okay. Um, but, like— so- I, if, yeah, go for if it. If you
1: go back a second time, does it do the same thing? Is it literally so basically?
0: Yeah. So like then then the choices is, is like so the choice there is like okay I chose I refuse the atlas uh, I refuse to reset the simulation and you get you get sent wherever um, mm-hmm. you have to then then you have to reacquire your path to the center uh, which mm-hmm. c- which you have to collect like the glyphs and everything and, and basically you have to get back to the center and then you have to get the requirement is you have to meet, you have to get to the physical center of the galaxy and then you have to upgrade your hyperdrive to a certain point, And then you have to fill it to like a hundred percent. Like you have to do all these certain, like very specific requirements. And then you have to basically do a hyperdrive jump into like into the literal center. And that okay. basically it's, it's like basically you're punching a hole into the, the reality the of continuum. Yeah. Of it. Um, i'm trying to think yeah so there's like reoccurring elements uh so you know how destiny has the number nine and the number seven uh Mm -hmm. the number 16 is very important in no man's sky uh the arguable so i'm not even sure if i can tell this number the the number of planets in a galaxy is i i don't even it's a Rice ton of it's three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty numbers long, but it's okay. equal to sixteen to the sixteenth power. Okay. Um, No Man's Sky was released in 2016. There are sixteen portal glyphs. The AI that dreamed of the No Man's Sky universe in The Waking Titan, which is the ARG that was used to announce No Man's Sky, was called mm-hmm. Loop 16. Um, the, you know, the multiple sources have stated that the Alice had 16 minutes of operational time remaining which is where the 16/16 comes from because these are the mm-hmm. simulations that are up and t- this is the process that is leading to its deletion so it's trying to figure out what's going on with it um there are 16 tracks on the mu- the, oh, the original soundtrack like i mean just completely repeated there. um the trying to see And like the other really cool thing is like throughout the story missions, let me see if I can find an example of this real quick. Because like, so you're introduced. Um, oh, come on. I love how like I think of something and I'm like, oh, it's right here. And then I can't find it as soon as I start talking about it. Um, But so like in, in the actual um like story arc of the, game you have uh telemon who you don't know is telemon but telemon is your ai <clears throat> component um you basically have different updates and like logs and this is what i was saying about when i was talking about like this this is like a a prime setting for somebody to do a content series on because mm-hmm. like so the introduction for for awakenings the very first thing you basically are introduced to is your log goes, I find myself alone on a strange world, unequipped and in danger. I have no memory of how I got here, no sense of a before. My exosuit at least seems to know what it's doing, and I am not dead yet. And then after you do a couple things, you get a little blip, and it says it's a log update, and it basically goes, the crash ship responded to my commands, confirming my suspicion that it belonged to me. I've repaired the damage and taken it up to space, but the cause of my crash is still a mystery. And like it's just as you go through the story, your your log gets updated. And so when I was like mm-hmm. when I was sitting there, I was like, you know, what would be really cool is to have, like, a, a like an actual, like, flight log or, a, you know, adventure log. Being like, mm-hmm. all right, so day, you know, this is, you know, every stream that you do is, like, a new day or whatever. And you're like, this is what happens on, you know, da-da-da-da. And just, like, have a running dialogue of what you're doing. Because, like, you know, then, like, later, you know, strange signal has led me to the rusted remains of a freighter. I found a hyperdrive blueprint among the wreckage accompanied by a strange message. It appears that someone has been leaving me messages. And it's just like, it's just, it's like this, this constant, like narration of what's going on and that's built into the game. And so it's like, mm-hmm. for me, when I first started experiences, I was like, man, this would be a really cool thing to like, if you had the audience for it, it would be like a really easy thing to kind of just be like, all right, what are we going to explore today? You know, how are we going to captain's log, you know, blah, 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 you know, make your own Star Trek series. That would, yeah,
1: that'd be cool.
0: But that's, I mean, that's literally what I was like, I was if I had time, I, and, I, you the know, problem if, I, if I wasn't doing the podcast, that's probably what I would be doing.
1: There's no antagon like, there's no real antagonist besides just the interactions you have with the aliens and whatnot, the various groups, right? Right, there's and I mean, and that's the thing, is like,
0: yeah, and I mean, but at the same time, I think it's open enough, like, this is me kind of doing, so this would be me projecting into, like, a spinfoil component. But, like, right. I think it's also, it's open enough that, like, there could be. Like, it's a psychological antagonist. Sure. Because you're, you're a fragment of the Atlas. And, I mean, obviously, you know, as you kind of get further in the storyline, it becomes more pressing. And, I, I mean, you could play it a lot of different ways. And the cool thing is, is, like, you could play it one way. And if you don't like mm-hmm. that particular telling, as soon as you get to the the purge, you could reset and you could play it a different way the next time around. Like, I think right. it's just, it's like, it it has itself built in a component where that story is really, it's, and this is, this is where, honestly, I get really hooked on it. Mm-hmm. It's completely up to you. Like, there could be an antagonist. It could be a, you know, a I don't know, a darkness that is imposed on you. It's you know, really
1: there's... funny how every time you say traveler, and the fact that the tra- traveler's point is to try <laughs> to get to the center of the universe, and it's bouncing from planet to planet. Granted, we're you're not terraforming it.
0: You're well, collecting I resources. mean, you can, but yeah, it, you can, but it's not, it's not on the level that we see. But I mean, that I mean, right? I mean, it, and it, I mean, I I would be sad if that comes to light, but. I'd also be kind of intrigued at the same time if if that's
1: where they're actually where, kind of where we're
0: going it. going with Je- Destiny as well. I'd be kind of I I wouldn't I'm not going to lie I've had that idea. Like mm-hmm. it has been a it has been a a theory that I've had. Um but again like with Destiny the problem that I have is the same problem I have with a lot of more base or more um stereotypical games. I don't Mm -hmm. like the reliance on, oh, you're just in a simulation because it just, it's like, I don't know. It it feels like it cheapens the story. Mm -hmm. Whereas with like, and it's, that's where it gets weird because with no man's sky for some reason. And again, probably because they're just like, yeah, you're in a simulation Like, you're just like, this is from the very beginning. This is what they, they were building to. Whereas a lot of times I feel like it's a escape it's like, oh no, we put ourselves in a corner, easiest way to escape. Um, but yeah, I mean, but again, like going back to like that, that idea of like creation of antagonist. I mean, there could be an antagonist that we don't know about. We The thing is, is at the end of the day, we don't know about the reality that the Atlas exists in. I mean, mm-hmm. for all we know, as far as I'm aware now, and I'm, I'm, not sure if this has been confirmed or you know expanded on but for all we know the atlas could just be a part of a server farm right like it it could be it could be something completely mundane but to it it is the end of everything because it's the death of a computer like it's it's the idea that the computer has sentience the computer is experiencing its own um mortality it's
1: it's inside the mind of the ai
0: right i mean it's it's you know and and you know you see that with halo with the smart ai when they reach the seven year limit and they they reach Mm -hmm. rampancy um you know it's it's the idea that like maybe the creator of atlas didn't actually like go away it's just you know they built the computer to do something and they're done like you know it's Mm It's just one of those things where there's a lot of different potential possibilities there because again our our awareness of the universe of no man's sky is only within the parameters of the simulation of the atlas. We don't really understand the the outer realms of what the atlas is experiencing. And actually, to be fair, as soon as I said that, I think that would be kind of weirdly funny, is if it turns out that the Atlas is really just a server blade on mm-hmm. in a server farm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we're sunsetting, you know, Atlas one point, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, no, I have 16. It's like, you know, it's the 16 minutes is the the. The 16 minutes it takes the tech it's to walk down. down the hallway mm-hmm. to to pull the blade or something like, I think that's like again it's just put it and and it could be or it could be something like I mean it's just like it's completely open. I think that's really kind of a cool idea.
1: Yeah. Hey. There, there's a lot of opportunities for them to move somewhere with it. i still don't think it's ever going to be a game i'm going to jump into I, and, though, and i personally. reiterate
0: oh yeah no and i reiterate yeah. it is i am I, I started playing this and like from the very get-go it was like i love this but i also recognize that not a lot of people are going to yep. because but i i think the thing that as with most games i think a lot of the negative press that was happening with no man's sky was people had expectations of something that it wasn't because I, I remember i ta- remember yeah and i mean and the reason i say that is i remember talking to people at my office about no man's sky and they're like why you know i've heard that this is blah blah, blah. and i'm like no because it's explained you know and i made them i, I sent them like the the articles that The Sean and his team had released that said, Mm -hmm. you know, this is this is what it does, and I'm like, but if you read this, they they didn't mislead people. It's just you. It's the internet misinterpreted. It's the internet filling in blanks incorrectly and then running with it, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And because like as soon as I gave them that, they're like, oh yeah, that's exactly what that does. I'm like, right, (laughs) that's (laughs) so. Just, I mean, just keep keep expectations. Um, I don't want to say re- it's not relevant, but Open. keep keep your yeah, keep your expectations uh, pertinent to what it's what actually is being what's actually being given is my thing. Because I mean, like I said, I saw No Man's Sky and I was like immediately as soon as I saw the gameplay, I was like, "What is this amazing thing?" Um, but I'm also a huge fan of Minecraft and. Actually, I can't play Minecraft because of vertigo, which I need to revisit because apparently their graphic update kind of fixed that problem. but yeah, all right, so let's wrap up uh shout outs what do you, what do you got for us this this time round green?
1: My shout out is to you for being able to to do the research on this one because I'm still mostly like, yeah, no I'm... <laughs> um, I'm just like and I'm, and I'm not gonna lie. It's like I I'm sure that it'll upset some people, but I'm just like, yeah, no, I, this is not one that gets me excited. Mm-hmm. This is oh not. yeah, no, no, and, no, and that's yeah. absolutely okay that we do things that don't get me excited or do games that don't get you excited. There's we've had multiple moments of each, but yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, but I mean that's that's the that's the other thing that um I appreciate the the entire concept that we have going for you know the extra lore, um, mm-hmm. I mean we even have it with the normal episodes with with the concepts of like different topics like there I mean there's topics inside Destiny that I mean I'll be honest I don't care about, mm-hmm. um you know and and vice versa there's things that I really care about that I know that you don't care about and you know and uh-huh. and that it, but I think that's the thing is like as long as we're just not having an interest should not. Exclude someone from being able to have a respectful conversation about something Absolutely. because ultimately, ultimately there's always something that everyone can contribute to a conversation. Um, you know, and it's, that's the thing is like, you know, so you know, taking this example, right, you know, you, you don't have a lot of interest in the overarching gameplay or whatever, but you still have questions, and you still have valid thoughts about the different, you know, various components, and and some of those are just completely relevant and completely fine, and actually illuminating in and of themselves towards the whole conversation as a whole, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I love about, um, Again, that's what I love about the extra lore is it actually there's a degree in which the extra lore forces me to actually step outside sometimes my comfort zone um, and be like, oh, what is this type? I mean, the the thing that comes to mind is when Justin and I had to solo Dark Souls explanation, which turned in. It turned into one of the. Still one of my favorite episodes, just simply because it was just hilarity. Between the like, two of us, because neither hilarious. one of us knew what we were talking about. And we basically just were like, this is, this is cool. Like when we were researching, this was, this was an interesting thing. And, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, and that's really where I find enjoyment out of doing different stuff or different like, like research components.
1: The, like when I did the, uh, zero horizon, zero dawn
0: mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm.
1: that I mean, I would have never picked up that game had I not done a bunch of research into it.
0: Um, oh, it's like, uh, what was it? The uh, Hellblade.
1: Mm, God, Sanus Sacrifice was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I still I haven't, haven't played, played it. it but I like, haven't played it, but I,
0: I, it's the it is one of the, the very few so titles good. that I have actually literally sat down and watched those cutscene movies. You know, that are like mm-hmm. four hours long. I have watched every single minute. I've watched it twice now. Like it is it is see. the only title that I've done that too.
1: The one oh God, the extra lore that we did on Final Fantasy." I and not Final Fantasy. What was it?: Yeah, it was Final Fantasy with the the chocobos, is that what they're called? <laughs> I watch, because a lot of my prep for some of these different episodes, depending <laughs> on what it is, is looking at what other lore content creators have done. There are two hour long episodes on each. I sat down and I, this is when I was still living in Kansas. I sat down and I put it all in a playlist and I pushed play and I swear I made it through uh, Final Fantasy 5 before like, being like, oh my god, I have no clue what's going on and I'm starting <laughs> to fall asleep. Like, what is happening? I mean... <laughs>
0: Well, and it doesn't help that Final Fantasy as a series is kind of disjointed, like...
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Like, the titles don't necessarily connect. Like, there's Mm, overarching themes, but there's no... I learned that by three. There's no... I was like, this doesn't make any sense. continuation. continuation.
1: (laughs) But at the same time, there's still some of the same types of characters. I'm like, what are you guys doing to me? Like... Oh, you know what we should do at some point is the the new one that just dropped by uh,
0: Kojima. God, Death Stranding. Hmm. I've heard lots of things about it. I, I love, I love the the disparity of reviews and people's opinions mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, all the professional sites are ten out of ten, ten out of ten, ten out of ten, and then you turn on Twitter and you're like. One out of ten, <laughs> like I'm gonna I hate bleep, it. I'm gonna bleep myself out, but the general consensus is what the f*** is going on
1: with this game <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of why I want to dig into it because there's got to be – granted, that it hasn't been out
0: but a, No, wait, you got to – I mean, yeah. I'm,
1: We've got to wait some gi- time before I'm we can game get the lore for it, out of it.
0: But yeah, with Kojima games, you've got to give it a while because there's so many layers on that. I mean, Metal Gear Solid, there's still things being uncovered.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt that. Cool. Should we do actual complete – shout out wrap up i think that was like our shout out for the concept of extra lore
0: yeah yeah so shout out yes
1: Uh, yeah shout out to you for bringing a smile and checking on people including me when things are not necessarily going good or if you just don't hear from me i appreciate it i appreciate you and anybody else who does shout outs like that whenever they are Whenever they notice somebody kind of disappears for a little bit, just people who are just checking in on other people. It Definitely. is appreciated.
0: Well, and a big shout I mean a big again, a big shout out to I think by the time this airs, most I, I think most of it might be already done. But the charity that Bungie's yeah. doing, um Gethalyan I think that's a, it's tomorrow, is right? Tomorrow, the aka bounty.
1: by the time you listen to this Six days ago, um yeah that's yeah. Like, I'm like,
0: yeah, um, and but I mean, yeah. a big shout out to a lot of the a lot of the streamers that have been there's been a lot of movement <laughs> um uh, so you know we're we're over on Twitch, I don't really have any plans on moving i don't I mean this is not this is just a means to an end uh for us, so but I know a lot of streamers are moving back and forth between mixer and twitch that seems to be the large contention right now um just have patience i know a lot of people and a big shout out to the communities of those content creators because it does take a bit of uh learning i saw like a uh tweet i think the other day because mixer apparently has animations in the chat and it was mm-hmm. just like it it was it was like just blowing people's minds like they couldn't figure out how to turn it off and they were getting upset so like you know the the learning of different systems is a big thing and i and i recognize that that's not always something that people necessarily think of when they go to a new medium or a new platform to watch someone that they're used to so big shout out to you guys for having the patience and and still supporting everybody that you do still support even though They've made a choice to do something that's, to be honest, probably an extremely terrifying thing. Um, especially as a person, or especially as creators of content that are is you know, almost a hundred percent reliant on people paying attention to it. The idea mm-hmm. of completely shifting your your foundational platform that's a that's a that's a scary thing. So you know, I, I really think it's awesome that the communities of those individuals are um,
1: they're willing to flexible enough. Outside. Yeah.
0: They're flexible uh, enough yeah. to be, to be, to follow their per the person that they support. I think that's amazing. I, I really, I, I think that is really cool. Um, also a big shout out to individuals who have emailed me i just went blank on your usernames i am so sorry we had an amazing email uh earlier last week that was really really great or it was really great hearing um and then also we've had a couple of users who have gone through and spot checked the website uh i've had apparently have had a few little typos here and there uh thank you so much for that i really really do appreciate it um I, I really do appreciate whenever someone can go back and, like, fact check or, or, you know, type edit type or, you know, whatever, copy edit, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It makes it very helpful for me because then I can make sure that our site is the best presentation of the information that we have for everyone else. Uh, so, again, thank you so much for that. But uh, until next time, as usual, goodbye.
1: Bye.
0: Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.